Welcome to the Depths of Motherhood podcast, the show that is ready to go deep into the exploration of raising wildlings in today's world and how to tap into your innate wisdom. Hosted by Danielle Baker, a women's circle facilitator, doula, and passionate mother. Danielle welcomes guests onto the show who are dedicated to positively influencing the world of pregnancy, birth, parenting, and humaning in general. Join us to debunk the myths and reveal truths that will realign you back to your true nature. Mothering in today's world may seem overwhelming at times. This podcast aims to cut through the noise to share with you information to support you on your journey. If you love this podcast, show your support by signing up to the Depths of Motherhood Patreon, starting from as little as $3. If you join the highest tier, you'll gain access to the Women's Circle Online, run by Danielle, where she shares weekly live gatherings, sharing tools for body literacy, womb healing, radical rest, and a space to explore conversations for rewilding. All classes are recorded and stored in the Living Library. If you're listening, you can receive 50% off monthly membership by clicking the link in the show notes. Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. This week, Rebecca Wilson joins us on the show. Rebecca is a globally known womb keeper, pioneering the way in embodied feminine leadership and conscious business. She is the founder of Womb Alchemy, which has been birthed from her personal journey of womb and creation awakening. Rebecca is a womb wisdom keeper, healer, conscious business coach, creation alchemist, and conscious conception doula. Rebecca guides women on a powerful journey into the creation portal of their womb to awaken the source of creation within. Her mission on earth is to guide women to awaken their wombs, to birth their creations, lives, children and businesses from an activated and rooted place. She is a spiritual midwife that supports women to birth their legacy upon earth. Rebecca has a wide range of offerings that you can find on her website, so I will leave her details in the show notes. She has masterclasses, individual offerings, group immersions, retreats, online courses, so much is happening in that space. And I am so excited to finally release this episode. We recorded it in June 2022. I literally can't believe how long it's been. There's a lot been happening in between then and now, obviously, and if you're following the podcast, you know that I'm not in Costa Rica anymore, so this recording was made in Costa Rica, but I'm recording this intro in Canada. So yeah, lots have changed, but this episode is incredible, and you know what? Listening to it as I'm editing it has come at the right time, because I am really putting energy into my own creations right now. Obviously this podcast, but Women's Circle online and the podcast that I've created with that. So I'm flowing my energy into these new creations and it's amazing. I just feel so ready for it. And listening to this episode again really just reminded me of some things that I needed to hear. So we'll be discussing the importance of creating a business that is rooted in the heart and we'll explore ways to ensure that our energy is flowing through us to create this vision that we hold in our heart and really noticing when 
we're doing things that deplete us. Rebecca really guides us back to ourselves and recognizing where our energy is going because there's two options, right? We can be depleted or we can be nourished. And there is this balance of giving and receiving whenever you're you're bringing anything into the world or interacting with anything outside of yourself and inside of yourself and just noticing how that feels in the body. A lot of this conversation is down to coming back to you and feeling what is arising in your in your body at each moment. And many mothers listening to this have have been reaching out recently about this subject, how to juggle motherhood, running a business, having relationships, all that jazz, how to do it. Because it can be overwhelming. You go on social media and it is filled, it is brimming with all these creations and ideas and that can be overwhelming and it can take us away from our heart and from our dharma. So this conversation is amazing because there is a way to do that, away from being sucked into social media and just being drained by uh, societal expectations or your own conditioned beliefs about what it means to run a business or to bring a creation into the world. And so Rebecca shares tips on how to manage our time and recharge our batteries so we don't burn the candle at both ends. Our time is so precious as mothers, as humans in general, and if we don't notice where our focus is going, we'll start to be depleted. And with this depletion, there is space for all of our fears to arise and we can get stuck in the cycle. So it's important to continuously take a step back and tune in to what is actually happening. And we can do that by coming back to our body. Like when I look at my own life, the way that I'm running my business now compared to when I was running my business when I had the retreat center in France, now I make moments for myself as priority to make sure that I'm not doing anything from a state of fear and tuning into my intention. This is my priority because if I touch anything from a place of lack or fear, it starts to move in a direction away from my heart. And I either have to um, throw it in the bin, throw it away that whatever I brought into the world that time, or for some reason it will just mess itself up all on its own. Like if I've been working on the computer when I'm tired and really just don't want to be there, something will happen. Maybe all my work will get deleted. And it's like, told you so, like don't don't touch anything when you're not in your heart space, when you're depleted. Rest, nourish yourself and allow that to be fed into your business and your creation. And so, yeah, taking these moments, even if it's a cup of tea, a five-minute meditation, all these things, we talk about this in, in the conversation, so don't worry. <laughs> and taking this time will save us energy in the long run. As if we don't, if we keep just like, what's the saying, running the hamster wheel? Is that even the saying? <laughs> if we keep doing that, we'll just be doing things that are really unnecessary and draining. This conversation is all about how can we create, how can we manifest in the world away from 
the structure that we've been brought into. If I think about the earlier part of my career in the army, it was all very yang. It was all very linear, like the masculine energy, if you call it that. And we, we actually go into this in the conversation. And I didn't know anything different. You know, that was just the way that I, I lived my life. And then now it's like I'm taking this new approach where it comes with a faith and a trust and aligning myself in each moment before I touch anything. There's no more pushing or forcing to be had. And, you know, it's interesting being a mother. It's like I don't get the luxury to push and fill my schedule up with things to do with my business. I just don't have the time. So this conversation with Rebecca is just so empowering and reminds us of that place to manifest from and how to take care of our temple. So that is one thing that I want to mention about this episode, which I am so sad about. The last 10 minutes vanished. So when I was recording in Costa Rica, my Wi-Fi got cut out and I was the host holding the recording. And for some reason, the part that I was cut off from, it did save, but it's completely blank. And I've only just found out. And it was really heartbreaking. And I was hearing my own voice in my head last night all these things, you know, coming up, like, why are you doing this? You're not even a podcaster. Like, what are you trying to do? What will Rebecca think of me? What will the audience think of me? All of these things came up last night and I had to truly just check in and be like, just speak your truth. This kind of shit happens and it's beyond my control. And what can I learn from this? You know, like, Oh my gosh, what can I learn from this? Live away from the jungle if you're going to do podcasts. No, I'm only joking. This was the first time this happened, which was surprising because we had a lot of storms. But anyway, I'm sharing to be vulnerable and to show that these things happen. And I value Rebecca's time so much that that's why it aches my heart, even as I'm saying this actually. But I do trust that whatever came through was meant to come through and that was enough as it was and maybe that last bit of conversation was just meant for us so Rebecca if you're listening to this right now I am so sorry and I really do value your time and this was an incredible conversation and thank you for all the work you're doing (laughs) word (laughs) okay in other news before we get started I just want to share that Women's Circle is thriving and we would love to welcome you in So this week we explored um, tooth health. It sounds pretty boring, but we were talking about how to heal cavities and how to prevent cavities. This is something that I've had to deal with with my daughter, and I go on all about that in the workshop, which is saved in the recording. There is a way, and it's not all down to just brushing and flossing. Doesn't it just sound a little bit boring to say them words anyway, but underneath it, it's so juicy. This conversation has changed my life, like this information. We are doing free events twice a month. So on the full moon and on the dark moon, we'll be gathering in circle. And then alongside that, obviously, the other circles within the membership. The next one is tuning into your cervix. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this one for so long. I can't wait. So I hope you can join us. This is on Wednesday. If you miss the lives, then we have them saved in the living library. 
And I think that is about it. <laughs> so let us just check in to see where our body is at right now. I can feel that my energy flowed upwards as I started to share vulnerably. I speak a lot quicker when I'm under stress conditions. <laughs> okay, so notice in your own body where maybe the breath is not reaching right now. Really tune into the back of the body, especially in between the shoulder blades. And it might help just to make some gentle movements right now to tune into that space. Take in some gentle rotations with the head, free in the throat chakra, let in the breath move through so smoothly and gently. And coming to land in this space, knowing that whatever comes through is meant for you. Thank you for being here. Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle. This week, Angelica and I are welcoming Rebecca Wilson onto the show. Welcome, Rebecca. Hi, so nice to be together. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. And I've been following your work, um, not realizing really who you were for, for a while, listening to podcasts and you were guests on some podcasts that I really got some really great insights to, talking about, you know, reconnecting to the womb and using that to guide you through your life and through any projects that you have. And, and then when I saw you recently on another workshop, I was like, yes, we have to welcome you onto the show. Oh, yeah. So alive. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So I'd love to know how you got to this point. How did you get to be doing what you're doing in the world? Yeah. Well, as always, these journeys are a deep spiral. <laughs> um, but maybe, maybe it started like oof, 13 or so, maybe 14 years ago. Um, my journey actually began with quite a, a huge trauma that happened in my life when my mum got really sick and passed away. And um, that began, you know, the many questions of life and um, the, the great awakening, if we will. Mm. And it wasn't until many years later that I recognised actually how big and profound that rite of passage is, you know, when we lose a, a parent, but when we lose our mother, it was like my home, the first place that I'd grown in, the first home I'd ever had, like I grew in that body and it was no longer here in this physical realm. And it began the, the pain of that journey really began to manifest actually in my own womb space, like dysregulated cycles, pain with my menstrual cycles, irregular bleeding, and just all kinds of cycle disruption. Um, and I wasn't so aware at the time that that was what was feeding into it, but it opened up a doorway for me to reconnect to my womb. And that was really the, the entry point kind of into a very big, long winding journey. Um, and I just began to learn more about myself and my own cycles and my own rhythms and was just like blown away with how little we're taught about how we are as women, you know, and these right. different 
stages and these different phases that we go through and that we're not the same every part of our cycle. And uh, Adora's also been on the contraception for some time and kind of shoved down all my natural rhythms. So there was a huge awakening happening for me at this time. And it really brought me very deeply into my body, into many pathways of embodiment, yoga, nutrition, hormone balancing, cycle health. So it's kind of like, you know, when the door opens and there's all of these worlds that you enter and you're just doing everything, juicing, cleansing, trying to sort out my physical body, my emotional body, my uh, mental body. It was all kind of going on. Mm. And that pathway really uh, gave me an opportunity to learn, you know, very fortunate and and privileged that I could go back to study. So I studied nutrition, I studied naturopathy. I went and did a yoga teacher training. I did sound healing courses, embodiment practices, um, embodiment courses, and just absorbed and drank in so much uh, wisdom just Mm. that was all to me. And that was really a time of me gathering if we say like, you know, gathering pieces, gathering tools, gathering practices, gathering information and knowledge that I then began to realize like, or recognize, or maybe remember mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was really here to to support women and this journey that I'd been on had had really given me, you know, the gift, if we will, of the shadow of that pain and and that mm. was that I'd accumulated all this embodied experience. I've lived through the experience of it, mm-hmm. um, and also all the knowledge that I was so blessed and privileged to be able to receive from teachers and trainings, and and so I really stepped into the world of supporting women and. That began with like menstrual health awareness and um, supporting women with reconnecting to their menstrual cycles. And as we moved through that layer, it was like, oh, there's so much more here than just the cycle. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's like the ancestral stuff. There's that I grew in my mom's womb. What was she carrying in her womb? What's in my womb line? What was in the cord? What was in my placenta? What was so this? And again, I kind of met another doorway on this this spiral path and another awakening arrived um, deeply in my womb space where I began to recognize all of the patterns and beliefs, imprints that lived in my family system, that lived in my mother line, that lived in culture, that lived in society, that lived Mm -hmm. in the conditioning of our world. Um, And so I really stepped into that space in my own healing and then was a guide for many, many women all around the world in supporting them in cleaning and clearing out their womb space from all of these mm. they were holding within. Um, wow. And then that kind of, yeah, just <laughs> like a wild path. And yeah. That, that opened up this doorway into when the womb is cleared, like pure consciousness and creation is formed. Mm. Mm. And that opened up this space of, of many different pathways, actually, but all rooted in, in the source of creation. So I began to work with and connect with 
women on the fertility journey um as part of my awakening was that i i opened up a, a space within myself to be able to connect to other realms um and the spirit baby realm was one of them that that really opened for me and this pure space of creation so i worked and still work very deeply with women um, in consciously conceiving life in the human form um mm. as bringing their babies yeah bringing their babies in earth side uh, doing that in a really conscious way where we connect to the womb, clear and heal the womb, release any energy or emotion that's held. So it's a really clean and clear and awakened template of love to, to bring life in. Um, and then that began to open up a space of, well, all these women that I work with that maybe don't want to have children or, just mm -hmm. you know, it's a different stage of their life for that. And well, what, what are we using this source of energy for? And, and then this, this conscious creation energy really came to me and wow, we birth not only human physical babies' lives through the body and the womb, but also all of our creations. Um, and then the doorway opened in me supporting women in sacred creation, in conscious and sacred business and really connecting to their womb as a, a space of creativity and creating in a feminine embodied grounded and rooted in that mother energy their their businesses in the world and I, I really don't see much separation from you know creating a template of consciousness and love in the womb to bring a baby human life in and also to bring a conscious and sacred business in mm -hmm. because when we create from that space the creation we give to the world is much clearer and freer of the limitations and the binds that once lived within the portal in which we birthed them through mm -hmm. um and that i believe is like how we really offer a new healing to the earth um so and here we are <laughs> so that kind of the journey i mean there's so much more right but that's thank you that's it in its little form <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that and Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot as I'm following your journey with what you're saying. And there's so many things that I, I want to go into when you're talking about this. Obviously, it's just yeah. lame. Um, <laughs> and I know we're channeling this conversation towards um, the creative energy and, and, and business and whatever else comes out of this conversation. But one of the things I just wanted to, to ask you about, because you spoke about your mother in the beginning and how also our our past lives, our ancestral line, all this. And what's been coming up for me recently is thinking about the masculine and feminine energy and how it's been projected onto a man and a woman as being a man is feminine. I mean, man is masculine and a woman is feminine. When actually um, we can see now, probably like with the circles that we're in and the listeners who are tuning into this, that 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 is not it, that we actually have the masculine and feminine energy within us and they're just... Um, qualities and char characteristics and with when you were talking about you know the deep healing the womb healing and also noticing that we have different energies within us um how would you say to somebody who's listening like okay there where this is the point to get started and I know it might seem messy I know there's a lot of things out there I know there's a lot of practices coming to you I know that there's so much available. I know that there's so many terminologies 
But putting all that aside, like, how can we just get started? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even saying it, as I'm talking now, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. You know what I mean? It's coming out of my mouth and I'm like, geez, there's just so many words, right? Yeah, exactly. But, and it can all get very spacious and, you know, esoteric or kind of leave the body and go to a different field of, of conversation or language. Right. Mm. Um, but ultimately, the ground of that is if you are experiencing any kind or form of discomfort within your body, pains, aches, um, more specifically to the womb, like, you know, cycle um, irregulation, uh, womb health, you know, problems, um, then that that's your body calling for you to begin. And I would always welcome for, for people to begin at the body because it's usually if the body's speaking, that's the place to begin. So there's aches and pains in your body. Maybe there's some energy healing that needs to happen. Maybe there's some emotional release that needs to be supported. Um, on, a, on a more basic end, like level of like, where can we begin right now without the support of an energy healer or a coach or a therapist? Um, meditation and movement. I just think if everybody moved their body right. a little bit more, or in a more conscious way, because of course we move our body every single day, but we move in habitual patterns. We get out of bed the same way, we brush our teeth the same way, we even probably walk down the stairs in patterns. So we form the pattern habitually in the body, it becomes a blueprint and we just move in that. And it's no different from the patterns that are formed in our thoughts or our energies or our behaviors. So when we begin to move the body in non-habitual ways, we begin to open up things that maybe have been locked in, the patterning that we've chosen to keep the things locked in. And the things are emotions, memories, points in time where we felt certain things that we've locked in and suppressed. And they all, they all live in our body, um, you know, and, and maybe that looks like a yoga class. Maybe that looks like an embodied movement class. Maybe that looks like, um, it could even look like a fitness class if it's done in, you know, a really conscious and present right. way. Um, I love that. I, mm. I really love what you're saying because it, it does make it so simple when you take the words out. We've yeah. we've started a um, da- online ecstatic dance. So anyone who's listening to this can join for free as well. It's every Wednesday. And it's just that, like hardly any yeah. words to begin with. Just come back to your body and see what arises and, and stay and hold space for that and dance with it and I just find it's just changing like my life you know and the people that we're we're dancing with it's just the feedback from it is is insane it's so yeah. powerful and the more the more simple the more profound I recognize more and more um when I you know I hold retreats and immersions and um like at the end of them all the women will always be like we don't even really know what happened we just moved a lot and things just 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 got fell and understood mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah the presence of like holding space for the wisdom of the body right. beyond even then being able to recognize or put it into language you know oh mm-hmm. I just, the you know 
the the metaphysics and the quantum field of this. It's just like, no, I was moved from my body and I found some grief in my heart and I cried and now I feel lighter. Simple. That's beautiful. This is this is the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and so I'm gonna just move that, take that conversation mm-hmm. and just move it into how can we awaken this creative energy inside of us to funnel it into a project or to nourish an old one? Because for for many of our listeners that may be pregnant or in postpartum or trying to conceive, and let's just say they're on the other side, they have they have their baby with them or they have their family, and maybe they haven't been with their project or their creation so much. So there's like a death almost or like a disconnection from it and Maybe they don't even know if that's what they want to do, but they know that there's something, like there's something that they want to create and bring into the world. So how do they know, for one, if their old project or old business is for them, if there's still life with it, or if it's time for something completely new? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the first part of, of the journey is to come back to the body where the source of creation lives. And if something's become stale or stagnant in our life, it's probably because the stagnant energy in the body so moving the body especially in postpartum and after pregnancy and you know birth um the body's completely different it's a whole new shape right so you kind of you have been through a death and birth process simultaneously um as we do with every bleed in our cycle but obviously uh, through um pregnancy it's a much bigger cycle and a much bigger emotional range but I would just arrive back into the body and move the body to free it up, to get some of that. Because when energy flows, creativity flows. So when we are trapped, locked, blocked in our body, nothing's flowing. But if you could just spend 10 minutes every day just circling your hips, your shoulders, your spine, giving some deep breaths and an, uh, you know, everything will start to flow again. And then when we're in a state of flow and we're not in contraction or stagnation, we're better able to connect into that river of creativity that is flowing through us and understand whether it still pulses and is still alive mm-hmm. for the project that we once had or whether mm-hmm. it shifted because, oh, I recognize that that, what, that wanted to come through before a pregnancy before a major life event, right? Like before my mother passed away, before someone got sick in the family, before I became a mother for the first, second, seventh time, Mm -hmm. every time, rite of passage. So whatever the rite of passage is, once we've moved through it, we are a totally different energetic and emotional and vibrational shape. Mm. So it's like coming back into that body and into the shape. But what shape am I now? What right. what shape do I right. take in the world? How do I stand? What do I stand for in that stand? What do I want to speak about? What has this rite of passage done to me? What has it moved in me and changed in me that is so alive? It's burning. And that is where you will find what you are here to create in that moment. Mm-hmm. We are I here to that. create all the time throughout mm-hmm. every stage of our life. You know, my work and business has changed so much and it's been so, so reflective of where I've been in coming through my own healing journey or my own learnings. And I've just created from that which I've walked through. And that I find is the most potent because it's the thing that's so alive. Yes. Um, 
that's waking so much inside me when you're saying this and it's it's an amazing reminder for everyone amazing like getting back into your body getting back into your body because now your body is different and things will be released that you were holding on to before and maybe because of the process maybe you're holding more tension in areas that you wasn't before so it's a different vessel almost and things are flowing through and it's like let almost like releasing to then see what's what's still there maybe what you're still passionate about and to see what new is coming through and for me when you're saying that I'm thinking okay so to make some time for yourself and to offer the question like to offer a question Mm -hmm. and then to leave it open and then be with your body and see what arises without any expectations yeah yeah Mm. I mean the greatest thing to do whilst moving the body is be in inquiry Mm. Uh, so it's kind I can move in meditation, if we will, you know, like, what am I here to create whilst moving your body in like a, a free flowing, almost like a river um, motion and that it will arrive. Like I have had the clearest downloads of like, this is what you're doing now. When I've just been stood circling my hips, you know, I remember so vividly, I was just stood in my room, in my practice space, and I was just circling my hips for like, 45 minutes planting my feet into the ground and just listening and nothing was coming for ages and then all of a sudden it's almost like I rocked myself into this like trance and then like wow right I got the vision and it was like there it is and I was able to then like move forward with it and uh, yeah recreate myself over and over again there's Mm. such a a need in the human to to hold on to that which was before um a rite of passage right because it's the because when we hold on to that which existed before we go through a massive life changing event we don't need to sit with the grief of what that event has brought us even if it's everything we desire there's still a grief of that which was and you know i know that the motherhood is a journey of love and grief because mm-hmm. when you birth your baby into the world like your life has changed forever and right. much you want you know you desire that baby so mm-hmm. much you maybe have you know maybe some women have been on the fertility path the conception path for years and you know but when you meet that point of like oh the old version of me has died like right never be again and I'm so ecstatic that I've got this bundle of joy in my arms and we've got everything we ever wanted and I am grieving my old life and it's the the piece of allowing both of those to simultaneously be held Mm. and with like it's this old consciousness or illusion of like right and wrong good and bad so well you've got your baby now you should be happy It's like, well, I'm actually really sad that I'm no longer the person I was, but it doesn't mean you don't want to be a mother. It -hmm. just means that some grieving to do. When we hold onto that old narrative very tightly, it's the inability or the lack of wanting to or being able to sit with the grief of what the transition brings. Yes. I I love that you mentioned that actually having, you can have more than one emotion at one time. And I think that's, it's wonderful you said that because I felt it in myself after I gave birth that there was this almost like um, I should be happy right now because I have my baby. 
And, but what I realized was I didn't realize I could have both things at once. So I was still holding on to my, my former self before being a mother. And I, what actually helped me to disconnect and realize that I needed space to grieve was that my grandma died. And I went on a grief workshop. It was the art of grief. I think it was called. And there was one practice in there and I, we all, all the women there just cried. She played music. We moved and cried. And I I realized I wasn't just crying for my grandma. Like there was, I was crying for my, myself before I was a mother, you know? And it was just like, wow, I didn't, I've never even thought about this before. The grief of losing your old self or the transformation of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, grief and love uh, live as one. Right. They, they they can't be separated, but we live in a in the illusion of this of this paradigm that is in separation. So we've been taught and educated to separate our emotions. Like, are you happy or are you sad? Is it good or is it bad? And it's like, I'm happy, sad. It's good, bad. It's every, it's both. <laughs> it's like that, you know. And we find the things that we can feel good about and the things we feel sad about, and not make anything right or wrong. Mm. But that allows that that doorway of when we walk through those transitions and those rites of passage to better understand, like, am I clinging on to this, you know, in say in this conversation, this old project, because that represents an old version of me. And am I willing to let go of that, which doesn't really represent the project. It represents the version of you that created the project in order to allow space for what wants to move through me now into the world to arrive and in the space in between that is often a void it can feel a little bit empty and that was the end of our recording if i find the lost recording i will add it in the future but i have checked through everything and yes as i mentioned in the beginning it really did break my heart and shown me where my insecurities lie around bringing things into the world. Big thanks to Rebecca and thank you to Lit for you. Thank you for you. Thank you for listening. And I'm so grateful that you uh, share your precious time with us listening. And if you would like to come on the podcast to share your birth story then please reach out because we have some openings coming up in March and we would love to have you on to share your story as one full episode. All right. Thank you so much and sending you lots of love. Bye.